This is Entrepreneurs The Playbook, where each week I bring you some of the greatest athletes, celebrities, and entrepreneurs to talk about their personal and professional playbook to success. Is David Meltzer joining us here on the Boston University of the Book? Mike Hot, say hello. Hello. Nope. No, nope. Mike's not hot. Mike's not hot. Dave Meltzer, 10, 9. There we go. go. Now we're good. Excellent work. Thank you. How are you? Amazing. How are you guys? I'm wonderful. Great to see you. How much fun is this? Look, we saw you last couple of years here. You love doing this stuff, but does it feel different in Vegas? It definitely feels different in Vegas. It's always felt different as podcasting got bigger and media changed. You know, you got a lot of the less old school guys with the typewriters and the overeating and over drinking. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's amazing. I never thought that I'd be in the Paramount and TikTok lounge doing <laughs> right. shows. Right. Uh, so there's a difference, but this ha- should have happened 10 years ago. Ve- Vegas is proving that sports, professional sports are best suited for Las Vegas. Yeah. And we learned a lot about each other and our stories and different things in LA but you've talked about it on all the stuff you've done. Like Vegas used to be a place for you to get away and do some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of people come here to do some stuff that they probably don't normally do in their lives. We got we got the Super Bowl here. They're playing the game here. Like for someone who has the Vegas experience and life that you did and things that places you were at, is it kind of surreal to go it's here? Yeah, it's unbelievable. And when you just think about the taboo throughout the years since the 1920s, that gambling couldn't even touch the same state as a professional sport. It could not touch sometimes the entire country where sports were played. Right. And now they're next door neighbors and inside of the stadium (laughs) and sponsoring the biggest sponsors. Signage everywhere. Everywhere. Vegas is meant to be. Right. And, you know, I don't know why people, you guys will get this. Why, why didn't they just, it, it's kind of like steroids. Why didn't they just say, look, we know what happened in the past. So moving forward, Embrace let's it. just figure, instead they go yeah. to blame, shame, and justice. And there's still some states yeah. that are going to blame, shame, and justification. No question. And the, and, the, and the states that do that are missing out, not just on revenue, yeah. which is proven by Las Vegas. Yep. But they're actually missing out on tourism, hospitality. All the best restaurants want to be around it. All yep. the best hotels. How do you get so, them to see it? That's would, the hard sell. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, you could sell. <laughs> I've been known to be told I could Even sell. Even that hat. Right? <laughs> exactly. How do you sell it? Well, morality does not exist in the subconscious. Ooh. And... Love putting that. that on a T-shirt. I'm going to go deep. I'm I going love. Deep. Say that you, again. That's our show. Morality go does yes. not exist in the subconscious, and so Einstein, who I study, so hopefully this isn't too over the head. Of, it won't be for us. This people, is what we do. People love this too, stuff, by the way. Yeah. They're the highest consciousness, right? They yeah. know this frequency, but you cannot solve a problem at the same consciousness that it's created. And when the consciousness that's creating this problem, this resistance, is at a morality subconscious level, people are trying to save or cure the problem at the same consciousness of subconscious that doesn't have a morality. So what I would do is take it to a different level Mm. and get out of this morality side of things and literally put together math. 
This is Oh, he's not is. good at the math, David. Don't start with the math. On, all gamblers are good at math. He's not good not. at the math. He's defying all odds. He's but why, why, why with the math? So, because if we take morality out of it and, okay. we, and, and we look at the math of what good it does. Mm -hmm. So the subconscious that are moral people and saying, look, if we facilitate having greater exposure, greater revenue to our state by providing entertainment that is proven to bring in all of this money, yeah. we can use that money for, and I, I would say the, the cure that I, the way I would define it is they're not talking about for the sake of what, they're talking about the morality of gambling. And when we yeah. do things like, for example, when I got out of law school, completely broke, single mom, 100 grand in debt, yeah. I told my mom, I want to buy you a house and a car. Right. So I'm going to be an oil and gas lawyer, right. I, even though I hate law. In fact, mom, if somebody would offer me more money, I would shovel shit with my hands six days a week, 12 hours a day yep. to buy you a house and a car. Yep. Because I live my life in the, for the sake of what? So whether morality of gambling exists in the conscious or subconscious, we need to start talking about for the sake of what? Right. Because there's plenty of things to argue are moral or not moral. Uh -huh. Let's talk about for the sake of what? And there's no doubt if you put this business case together in the math together that you also combine for the sake of the kids, for the sake of cancer research, for the sake of our economy, unemployment, that people will then convert over and get out of the morality consciousness. I, I, a question that I've always wanted to ask you that I've never actually had a chance to ask you. Now I can because I've got you. What we find that men are trapped or looking for something to belong to for a, more now than ever before. We have people who listen Especially to Especially as they get older. Who, yeah, watch this, group. who watch this show, who feel a part of something, who are making friends virtually that then turn into real friends in person when they meet them through a live chat and through the show that we're doing. And most of the people feel like, because Dave and I are very honest with our lives, we talk about what's happening to us, and then they feel comfortable about talking what's happening with them. What's the reason for this? Because is it COVID? Is it our phones? Is it... Because I feel like... We're losing, not a generation, but you've talked so much about purpose and so much about finding that purpose in your life to go in. Why are you getting up in the morning, right? Like, what, what is it? And for you, it's gratitude. You want to give back. You, you want to have that feeling that I'm here for others. Why are we so disconnected and why are men right now so disconnected? Well, we are separate out of the fact that we do not feel humble when we're trying to be vulnerable. Okay. Most men are lonely. Yeah. Most men we are found more insecure out. than women. Yes. And most men, especially as we grow older, we're losing our own personalities because we're of service to, and we lie to ourselves, right? I did this when I lost everything. I used to say, I'm doing all of this. I'm doing all of this for my family. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll call myself on my own bullshit. Yeah. Right? You guys remember me in Vegas way back when. I don't think all that I was doing in Vegas was for my family. And when I got home, <laughs> I I'm would like, say I definitely no. <laughs> right. And yeah. Look, I've been vulnerable about that. Um, what I encourage people to do, and I'm, you know, invited to so many men's retreats. Yep. Uh, okay. Yep. To bring us together is that we have to start talking about our issues with just men. Yeah. Yes. And, and I do think though the cancel culture and the hypersensitivity. It Makes is it very dangerous because yeah. look at me. I, 
I have a lot of things to unlearn. I have three daughters. My whole mission is equity and inclusion. Same. And being a nice person. But I also have a history of things that were, you know, drinking martinis during work at lunch. That was expected, not even acceptable. Right. You That's had right. to go. You're right. Yeah. right. Going to strip clubs. Right. In the sports entertainment right. world. You had to was go. Not, it was expected. Yep. You said not no. There's quite a, required, yeah. right. but you were close to losing your job. So we have to unlearn this. I've things. battled that same thing. Right. And now we get yeah. together and the microphones are on and we feel like hypocrites. We almost feel bad getting together again mm-hmm. now that we've grown up and learned our lessons and we actually can be the ones that lead the way for our sons yeah. to know what it's like, the challenges we have to feel trapped in a job because for the sake of making money for like how many people do shitty things all day long for their to make money. They just make money. Just for, for the school, money. To yeah. pay for right. or, to pay for food. You the electric your house bill. to get a Taylor Swift. Right. Ticket. Right. 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 And you right. don't want to disappoint your daughters. Right. And so I think what, what's happening is that we're cheating ourselves because we're too afraid to address the fear of our past. Yeah. There's only two fears. Fear of our past, okay. which, which is usually resentment and guilt based. And I know we feel resentment and guilt for our past. Yep. And then there's fear of the future, which is anxiety based. So uh, if I tell the truth to all of these people and we sit down and I have a vulnerable conversation and I break down and I say without judgment. Right. Like, I miss my wife right now. Yeah. Like, I would never have said that. Right. At the Super Bowl. Right. Instead, I go do all these things that would damage my relationship at the Super Bowl instead of just be honest and say, you know what? I miss my wife, mm. but I'm not going to go do something because I miss my wife. Right. That isn't showing her the way I feel about her. And mm. I have found that if we can get together and start talking about it, people can say no to things and projecting their insecurity and we can get together and say, you know what, let's not go there. Mm. Why don't all of us just go have a nice dinner somewhere we actually can have a conversation and help one another, not just personally, right. professionally. Right. Like, these conversations, every time I run into you guys, I'm like, yeah. shit, I got to introduce. <laughs> we have to, to do something like in 2024. I'm not I'm not messing around yeah. anymore. Like we've done the dance. Yeah. We want to be around you. Vice versa. And I will do whatever it has to be done. To make it work, because your message even take off is the hat. Exact, I'll take it off right now. <laughs> I'll do whatever you want. Let me wear it. No, put it on. Yeah. See what it looks like. Put it on. Look, it Look looks at that. great. See what I'm saying, uh, Dave? The mafia guy's jealous. He loves it. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is jealous. Um, yeah, that's true. Yes, I had a book. You know, tell grass me. doesn't grow on a busy street. Uh, we got to write all this stuff got down. We got to get the t-shirts done. <laughs> I had to show off how wise he is. Wisdom a, and faith with my man Dave. A bookie told me a long time ago. It's easy to go bad. It's hard to stay good. Yeah. It's easy. easy. It's easy to say yes, In I'll go town. to the club. Yeah. I'll, it's easy, I'll go do all these things. It's harder to say no. I've tried to teach my daughters that. I've tried to teach every I live my life like that. I walk like that every day, which I think our ability to be authentic. You're one of the most authentic human beings I've met in the past 25 years, and I value that beyond belief. Can I tell you why? You Please. See, th- this is the mathematical equation of why hat on, people awesome. have bad ha- behavior. <laughs> um, and it's real simple to me. Human beings, especially men, yep. are incapable, incapable of knowing or understanding outcomes as they occur. So, so what happens? We start off with good intentions and good behavior. 
right? But the outcomes don't match our behavior. Like we're trying to lose weight and we go on the scale yep. and the scale still says the same shit, right. right? Right. And what happens is before we realize that good behavior creates good progress, not good outcomes. Amen to that. I, bad, da, da, da. That's my bad, life right there. Bad yes. behavior creates bad progress, yes. not bad outcomes. Eventually, good behavior does create yes. exponentially good pro- progress and outcomes. And over time, bad behavior exponentially creates bad progress and bad outcomes. So what happens is we I need got to in my 50s, right? I just had a friend a few weeks ago. He's like, dude, you, let's go party, right? Mm. I was like, I have not partied in years, man. No drugs, no alcohol. Right. No alcohol. Have one wow. drink to relax. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, but I'm not doing that. And he's like, look at me. I'm in better shape than you are. I said, first of What's all, rounds matter? of shape. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two, two, just because you're skinny doesn't mean you're in better shape. Amen to that. Right. I yes. have a concierge doctor. I will test my blood up to, to yeah. a lot of people. Right. And I have more energy. You guys see me. Oh, yeah. I have more energy than I did when I was young. Me too. Two weeks after this guy's telling me how this these drugs and alcohol never impacted him, he didn't wake up. That's the aggregate effect, right? Because here's how it works. Wait, Wait he's gone? He's gone. Oh. I lost, so it may take you oh t- 10 God. years to figure out, oh, I'm 25% away there, good or bad. Right. Then it only takes five years to get to 15%. And you're like, you know what? I only got another 15 years Amen. Left. But then it only takes two and a half years to get to 100%, yep. a year and a seven-eighths to get to 200%. So either you're a multimillionaire, healthy, happy, wealthy, and wise, or you're dead. Yes. So behavior creates progress. It doesn't create outcomes. This is Man, what, we got deep. Well, it is. This but, is but, great. But we've talked about this, though, because this is what I've bet been doing. Bet the Niners and the old. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 75 hard. We're going to have you on for your bet. Yeah, but, but, we don't care. But, but this That's is what great. this is what oh, I've experienced man. when I started doing 75 hard and I started doing different things where exercising the brain and exercising the body and using the time that you have to I'm trying one thing I'm ending each day either fitter or smarter that's right that's every day that that's I, I have a, I think wiser or more faithful okay for me it's it's, that's it, good. it's yeah. fit or smarter right. every single day I want to know did I advance myself one or two ways either getting more fit or did I get smarter and I feel like for me I'm 46 years old I got half my life to go at least. What do I want to do? Don't limit yourself. Fine. 90, 100, whatever it might right. be. I want to live. My grandfather died at 81. That's my goal. Get past 81. But I think for so many people who are trying to find their way, they want instant change. They yes. expect it to happen right away. Yeah. Okay. Like you said with the scale, right? I'm going to walk 10 days in a row. Get on the scale. Well, why didn't I lose 40 pounds? It's that small everyday battle. That's you, I tell my daughter, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Why do we as men, why can't we be okay with small wins? Why do we have to win so big all the time? Well, patience, number one, is not a characteristic that most men have. Yeah. And two, we are trained genetically and energetically to attach our emotions to outcomes, huh. win or lose. We, we're attached to a competitive beast yeah and so here's the difficulty when you attach your emotions to an outcome and you put a time frame on it immediately you're running out of time <sighs> like even in sales i train a lot of, without just, a clock it's not it's, it you, you, but you put that time on just like you said i felt it when you said that so when we attach our emotions to an outcome and not to the behavior right we're in big trouble because we're automatically in a scarce world we're running out of time there's not enough time and we also are not 
and this is why faith is part of mine. Right. Because, and you know I lost $100 million. Yes. yes. I, when it happened. A hundred million dollars, boys and yeah. girls. It and wasn't he on says a bet. It, it wasn't. A, <laughs> I know it wasn't on a bet. No, it had nothing to do with gambling. Be super famous. It was life. I, I'd be better than Portnoy. <laughs> I put a hundred million on the Chargers in '94 in the Super Bowl. No. Oh, <laughs> I got, um, and I got crushed. But think about it. In my life, there's failures, successes. Yeah. There's defining moments. There's historical relevances. There's shortages, voids, and obstacles. Mistakes. And it's the meaning that we give it that allows us to get to our divine purpose direction. So when you lose over $100 million when it happened, not only did I only want to be rich to buy my mom a house and a car, but I freaking forgot to take my mom's name off of, my yeah. name off of her title, so I lost her house. Yeah. At that moment, here's the difference between me and my mom. I was crying, mom, I'm so sorry, I lost your house, you're gonna have to move. And she just said, are you okay? Right. Do you need some money? See, the difference between my mom and I at that time is she had wisdom and faith more than I had in myself. Right. And so all right. she said is, you know what? My son's being protected and promoted and loved. He was reaching out and he was going to burn himself if he continued that behavior. And I'm okay with it. Me, I was punished at that time. Why me? What did I do? Right. Everybody else, 2008. Blah. Right. And when I learned what my mom already knew, that to, it, to decrease the resistance, the distance between you and the outcomes that you want, it takes wisdom and faith in your fitness, whatever. Yep. That's wisdom That's and it. faith. Yep. So that when That's shit it. happens that you don't think in any way on God's green earth is helping you, it is. It is. And that's mm. the difference. And that's what we have to, as men say, look, if we're going to attach our emotions to an outcome, attach the emotions to your behavior. To the process. Not to, the, to some bullshit you yep. think you That's know. That's right. Uh, one of the I know you got to go, so I'm just going to leave you with this, so you can think about something. Yeah, take the hat. <laughs> you look great in it, by the way, though. That and is it didn't even the mess best up that I've ever what, worn. Right? It's great. Yeah. One of the kids told me that their dad told them all the time, "Always forward, never straight." But Coach Dave, I don't understand what that means. And I looked right at her and I said, "You don't understand what that means. Life is always forward, never straight." Just get on the road and go. Oh, yeah. You'll figure it out, right? Like, that's what I'm telling you. That is it. In 2024, we're going to figure something out. All right? And, and Promise me we're right. going to figure something we're gonna out. We're going to figure something That's why gratitude's so important. Yeah. Because gratitude defined as perception is I'm going to find the light, the love, and the lesson in this. Okay. And you're always moving Brilliant. forward. That's it. If you find the light, the love, and lesson, right. not what's missing, what you don't have, what other people think. For our kids especially, and when I want to get together with you guys, there's this huge gap, and, and I'm blessed to be over there at the Paramount TikTok booth. Yep. And that's the biggest perpetrator of all between I am as a kid. I know what I am, right? They're going to come out with the Bob Marley movie on Paramount. Yeah. yeah. Bob Marley knew who the hell he was. Right. Yes. And he wasn't worried about what other people thought he was Amen. or what he wanted them to think he was. It was I am happy, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am worthy. My job is to figure out what I'm doing to interfere with it. Huh. I, I am my huh. potential. I'm going to figure out what I'm doing to interfere with it. All these dumbass things I'm doing behaviorally or mentally. Yeah. Because only two, and I'm going to leave you with this. Yep. Only two things are going to limit everyone. One, the meaning of the past. The meaning of your mistakes. You have the power to give meaning to whatever you see. So if you limit your meaning of your past. I'm a loser. This isn't going to work. Uh, all the things we do, or 
your own self-image, which is a big problem with kids today yes. because, because they media. limit their self-image by what other people think. Or what yes. social media says you are. Exactly. Right? Yeah. If you fight the limitation of the meaning of the past and you fight the limitation of your self-image, it's unbelievable, the infinite, abundant. Where you could go. Exactly. And that's what all the greats, billionaires, millionaires, you guys get them in here. The common thread is that people believe that they must be what they can be, succeed. You have to run, but we believe this wholeheartedly. What you put into the world, in the universe, it comes back to you. You are a shining example of that. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. We Thank learn you. We love every you. time. Love we love you. you. We love talking with you. Thank yeah. you so much for stopping on by. Do more. You guys have a great show. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. letting me come on without gambling. <laughs>